you know, it's not being measured and poured into a candle vessel from a machine. It's me. You know, it's me taking the time and the effort and the love that I pour into everything. And I feel like that's what you get when you get one of my candles. This podcast is a walk in the life of entrepreneurship. We will interview people from all walks of life, but have one thing in common. They have taken risks, went against the grain, and rose to the occasion to thrive in their purpose. This podcast will be a source of knowledge, inspiration, and proof that greatness can be born from the ground up. From the ground up. From the ground up. What's going on, everybody? This is the Ground Up Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron, and this is... Keisha Rock. And this is episode 28. All right, guys, sit back, relax, listen, learn, and be inspired. Today, we have Tasha Lacey, owner of Flick and Flaunt Candle Company. Welcome, Tasha. Thank you. How you feeling? I'm good. How are you? We're good. We're good. We got some snow coming out over here in Virginia. What, what state are you in? I'm in Texas. You're in Texas. Okay, so probably no snow there, right? No snow, but definitely cold. <laughs> okay. So, so before we get into Flick and Flaunt Candle Co., tell us some background. Give us the give the listeners, you know, a little about who Tasha Lacey is. Well, I, my birthday was yesterday, so I just turned forty-one. Okay, woo, woo. congrats! Happy congrats. birthday! Thank you. Yes, thank you. Um. Well. I mean, I'm, of course, you know, like I said, I just turned 41. I am married. I have three daughters. I am a nurse by profession. Nice. Yes, for almost 11 years. It'll be 11 years next month. Wow. Um, And this is just, I'm just me. Just you. That's beautiful, though. (laughs) Especially right now, you know, being a a nurse, I work also in the public health field, aside from the podcast. during this pandemic, it's been crazy. How are you getting by? Yes. Well, you know what? Actually, God had everything set up for me with this pandemic. Um, I was a case manager for an insurance company for four years, and they laid us off in July. So from July up until last month, I've been able to take a break and just really focus on revamping my business. Okay. So tell us what actually led you to entrepreneurship. Honestly, I, I really don't like working for anybody if I can be. I can understand that. <laughs> yes. Um, I've always liked doing different things. And I just felt like being tied down for, on a an eight to five, nine to five job. I just, it wasn't for me. Okay. Yeah. So I started a fragrance oil company called GSB Fragrances about four years ago. And it started into, I started playing around with candles a little bit, but that company took over that, that was my focus, especially during the holidays, Mother's Day, Christmas and everything. So I got used to making my own schedule with that. But with me being in case management, I was still able to do work my business the way that I wanted to because I worked from home, so I didn't have to go anywhere. Okay. Yes. So. So how did it go from the oil company to Flick and Flaunt? And just give us, you know, some, um, 
lay, lay it out for us. You know, what is, what is Flick and Fly and how do you operate currently? Um, well, Flick and Fly started on my 40th birthday. I was going through a little transition period, so to speak. And I wanted to do something that was just for me. You know, something that nobody could say that they brought me into this or that they could take away from me. Oh, that's powerful. And I went to, I don't know if you know Miss Kim Broad, but she's one of the most, it's kind of hard to describe her, but she's like one of the number one African-American candle manufacturers in Atlanta. What's her name? Say it again. Kim Broad. Okay, Kim Broad. Yes. Yes. So I decided to go and see her for a one-on-one candle class the weekend before my birthday, which was January. I met with her on February 1st last year. And we went all the way to Atlanta. I met her. She gave me the tools that I needed. And when I came back, it was just, I've been nonstop ever since. Oh, so you got the motivation you needed when you met with her. Would you consider her a mentor for you? Most definitely, because of how she started her company. She started her company because she got laid off from her last job. So many people do. Yes, yes. She said that she never wanted to work for anybody again. And when I got laid off from my job, I called her and I said, you know, I have you have to be careful what you speak because I told her that I wanted to be like her in East Texas. And I started telling her, you know, what happened about my job and how I got laid off. And she kind of laughed and she said, well, you remember that's how I got started. Yeah, she's definitely been my motivation in getting my business started. Beautiful. So tell us more about uh, Flick and Flaunt. So you you also distribute candles. So if, like, say we wanted a ground-up podcast candle, we could come to you for that? Yes, yes. I offer... I do retail, of course, you know, on my website or whatever, but um, most of my clientele are either private label, which is I create their labels. You know, like if you guys wanted your labels on your candles, then I would do those. Or I do wholesale candles, which if the boutiques or hair salons wanted to sell my candles in their business, they could. And I also do white label services, which is just no labels. You know, I just ship you the candles and you put your labels in anything else that you want to put on there. Wow. I like that. So you offer many services when it comes to the candles. Yes. Yes. And I do baby showers, weddings, any type of events. Beautiful. Um, What skills do you feel like you brought to the business and what skills are you having to learn? Um, well, one of the skills that I've definitely had to learn is patience. (laughs) Yes, because the candle industry is like one of the number one industries that everyone has went to for, you know, to start their businesses because that they have to have some type of income. So it's kind of frustrating for a lot of candle makers because the supplies are, they're kind of hard to get to. So, you know, we have deadlines that we have to meet but we can't because you know the vendors they're out of stock on certain things so it's definitely been it's been a learning experience Mm -hmm. to say the least as far as patience because you know you have to patience and customer service definitely because I have to stay in constant contact 
with my vendors to let them know, hey, you know, we have this deadline, but I'm looking for other sources in order to make sure you get your products on time. Okay, that makes sense. Having to learn to be patient since you are not in control of every aspect of, you know, producing the candles. Right. Um, so what do you feel like, you know, through this journey, building the business, like talk to us, walk us through the journey that you've been taking over the last year. Well, um, like I said, it started a year last year with me going to meet Miss Kim. Um, it's, it's been a learning experience. It's been frustrating at times. I've had to, within this last year, so many moving pieces. Yeah. Um, I've had to relocate, and I had a large Black Friday sale. It was 324 candles that I had to do from the Black Friday sale. So in the process of doing those and having to move and everything else, it's, it's really been a journey, and it's definitely been in, a learning experience like at some point I really just wanted to walk away because it was so frustrating and you know you have to have people in your circle that encourage you and still let you know that hey this is what God has called you to do you can't give up like every business and if you're an entrepreneur it's going to be frustrating yeah and you're going to have moments that you want to walk away and it's like every time I've felt that way, either I've had a person to come and let me know how much they enjoy my candles or one of my friends just telling it like it is, or I'll have a vendor come and say, hey, we want to purchase this many candles from you. So it's like, a okay, I have to push past where I am and what I see versus where I really want to go in the end. Oh, that is so good. And I think it's so important, like you said, to have people around you that are going to uplift you because through any journey, entrepreneurship, any type of journey you take, there are going to be doubt that comes along and there's going to be obstacles and you need that support system and you need, you know, um, the strength to keep moving and keep going, keep growing. Yeah. What have you learned about starting a business that you didn't know before? It's a lot of work. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Everybody wants to start their own business, right? They want to be entrepreneurs. (laughs) And, you know, and it does, from what I've learned, it does come with an amount of freedom, but not in the beginning. Exactly. Exactly. I always see these posts where, you know, they post things that, like, entrepreneurs make you look like it's easy, but on the backside, they really don't understand what goes on. Mm-hmm. But it is, it's, it's a lot of work. I mean, I enjoy it because I have the freedom to move around like I need to, but it, you have to have a lot of structure. So yeah. that's one of the things that I realized is that I'm organized, but I didn't realize that I was, as organized <laughs> as I am, as I am now, yeah, that, that starting makes sense. business. Yeah, yeah. Are, are you? Yeah. Do you consider yourself a self-starter? Do you know what I mean? Yes, definitely. Okay. Uh, on some stuff. Now, let me be honest. On some stuff. Now, some stuff. I am a procrastinator to heart, but I feel like I know my deadline, and I know it may sound crazy, but I feel like. 
that's when I give my best work. Mm, yeah. but, Under that pressure. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And it's unnecessary pressure. But I know, but I know how I work. Right. But I mean that yeah. what you're saying makes sense because you know some of the most beautiful things have been made under pressure. Ooh. Like, think about it, diamonds. You can't you yes. can't make a diamond without pressure. So, <laughs> right, right, yes. So, what's keeping you up at night right now? Like, is there anything you're working on? Are you thinking about pertaining to your business or your life? Um, I'm a I'm not a night person. Like seven thirty, eight o'clock. I'm trying to go to sleep. <laughs> She's like, ain't nothing, ain't nothing keeping me up at night. <laughs> She said, but I don't do I'm that late night stuff. Right, right. But you have to catch me between 7.30 and 9. 9.01, 9.02, you know, it's kind of like a hit and miss with me at night. But. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, but, let me let me rephrase that question. What's something that you've been thinking about or you're working towards, you know, right now? Okay, well, the, I'm, I'm an early person. So, you know, between anywhere between 2.30 and 3.30, I wake up. That's like my my focus time. Golly, it's quiet. You, you I don't not, have any. You might not stay yeah. asleep, but you up early. <laughs> yes, I do. I do. And I think that that was something that I developed when I was in nursing school. Okay. Because we had to get up early. If we had, you know, tests in every class, we had to get up and study. So I kind of trained my body to get up that early. So that's when I really focused. Gotcha. Yeah, so that's where I have my best ideas, and I have to, you know, do my journaling and everything. Beautiful. So do you do your journaling? Is that a part of, like, what helps keep you grounded? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So what does a current day in the life look like for you? Oh, well, I take my kids to school. I just started back working last month, January 4th. So I've kind of incorporated my nursing. I'm a home health nurse. So I have to kind of balance my my nursing life, my home life, and my business life all in one. Yeah. Yeah. So my candles are usually the last things that I do at night, or I'll do them early in the morning or on weekends. Are you doing anything to grow your business? Any strategies? I am. I am. Um, I keep revamping my business for some reason. I don't know why I keep putting myself through this unnecessary pressure. <laughs> well, maybe you're but, just trying to you're trying to get it right. Like you, you know, it's always it's always room for improvement, right? Yes. Yes. Um, well, my end game is to be to have this large corporation of being a manufacturer and supplier, you know, like I said, in my area. So I am always thinking of ways, okay, well, what contract can I get with these companies in order for me to get one step closer to my vision? Because I gave myself six months to a year max to be working where I am. Mm -hmm. Because with being off for those six months, that gave me a type of, pressure but it was pressure for my business you know it wasn't pressure for me making money for another company and only getting paid pennies on the dollar right you know so everything that I was making from my from my business was going back into my business so I could actually see it right so I gave myself a target date of when I wanted to leave this job to get back into my business so I can 
take that time where I'm riding around and seeing my patients and calling doctor's offices and everything else and put that back into flick and swap. Right. Is there any, like, um, advice you would give to those that are, you know, working their full-time job and then starting their business at the same time? You have to be organized, for one. Um, definitely have to be patient with yourself. I feel like you you have to have your circle that those people that are going to encourage you, you know, to let you know that, hey, you can do this, but to also tell you the truth, you know, like, and to, to keep you on that path in order to get to where it is that you need to be. You know, not, and you can't tell everybody your vision because not everyone is going to believe in it and every not everyone is going to see it. Mm. So you have to have those people that see where you're trying to go or those people that are already there. Like, I'm grateful that I have Miss Kim because she's already made it to where I'm trying to go. Yeah. So if I keep her in my focus and she is my mentor, I know that I have somebody to go to. Right. But she's busy. So I still have my outside circle that those people that I can actually go to, but you have to have somebody on your team, but, and you can't do everything by yourself. Absolutely. Do you have any help um, within the flick and flaunt? Is anybody, is it just you or do you have anyone that's, you know, helping you with the business? Well, overall it's just me, but I have three daughters that are 21, 14 <laughs> and 12. So, they so I keep, yeah, <laughs> yes. So I'm teaching them little things that they can do, like, you know, labeling my jars yeah. or they do the measurements on the candles. They pour up wax. They, you know, they do the mixtures and everything else. But I like working with them because I want them to see that even though I'm working for someone else, that's momentarily, Ooh. you know, and I'm working my business and it's also giving them something that they can learn and that they can do if they choose to. And something that you possibly will be able to leave for them too. Exactly. Yeah. That's beautiful. Do you think that any, any of them are going to get the entrepreneur bug? Or who already has it? Yeah. (laughs) Well, you know, my youngest daughter She's the the 12-year-old. She's into video games and stuff. So she's already saying that she wants to become a gamer. You know, she wants to create video games and she wants to be a programmer. And my middle daughter, she wants to do real estate or, you know, something like that. But each one of them wants to do something for themselves. So it's just it's just amazing to see that they do have it, and their dad's the same way. Mm. You know, he works for the state of Texas, but he also has his entrepreneur businesses that he's doing on the side too. So they have it, but it's just it's funny to see, you know, that they're in completely different areas. Right. Oh, I just think that that is so powerful that you know both of their parents are showing them, and you can see the reflection in their dreams. You know, and I, I don't even call, I mean, I, we can call it a dream, but at this point it's a vision, you know, right. that you're, y'all are instilling, instilling in them that they can, they can do what, they can create their own opportunities. Exactly. Exactly. Oh my goodness. So what are you most proud of since starting Flick and Flaunt? 
Um, what I'm most proud of is where I am now. Even though it's been a journey the first <laughs> the first year, I am I'm proud to, you know, know that there are people that enjoy my product. Yeah. And there are people that would rather call me and say, hey, can you make me candles for my event versus going to Bath and Body Works or, you know, Kohl's to get candles or whatever. So, I mean, it, but I am, I mean, I feel like, I feel like I've accomplished something this first year in business. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, the fact that people are wanting to choose your business over Bath and Body Works, Kohl's, you know, all these large corporations, that's powerful. It says something about your business, but it also says something about you. Yes, yes. And I really appreciate that. You know, I, Bath and Body Works has always, you know, been around, but they're manufactured candles, mm-hmm. you know, and with Flick and Flying, everything that I do is hand poured. Tell us more about that. <laughs> like I say, everything that I do is, is hand poured from, you know, ordering the, the wax and the fragrance oils and mixing everything it's all hand pour i feel like there's a piece of me that goes into every candle that i pour you know it's not being measured and poured into a candle vessel from a machine it's me you know it's me taking the time and the effort and the love that i pour into everything and i feel like that's what you get when you get one of my candles you know for people to call me or to send me messages or even, you know, on social media to say, you know, that they can actually smell the candles in the box while the box is still taped up. Mm-hmm. And I've never heard anybody say that about a Bath and Body Works candle. <laughs> <laughs> never, never. <laughs> but it just, it just makes me, it makes me feel good to know that, you, that I mean that my candles are like that you know it's right. a difference in that's what I always tell people about nurses you know you can tell the nurses that actually have a passion and a love for nursing and then you have you know the ones that are the paycheck nurses they're doing it just for the money mm-hmm. and for me I'm a passionate nurse so I feel like that passion that I have for my patients and everything else is the same passion that I have for my candle. Mm. Like if I can't, if I can't smell the candle, I won't send it to you. Mm. I will remake your whole entire order. And then somebody else may take that same candle that I said that I couldn't smell. And they'll look at me like, what are you talking about? And that's how I am. I mean, I feel like if I, if I send you something and it has my name on it, it has to be top notch all the time. Exactly. If it's less than that, then I, I can't send it to you. Exactly. I, I I love that. Like, if we're going to attach our name to something, we got to do our to our best ability to make it excellent. Exactly. So where would you like to see your company in the next year? In the next year, I would like to have at least four major contracts with hotels. And what about in the next few years? Like, just... It's like, what's the game plan? I know you say you want a bigger corporation, but how you figure you're going to get there? It's going to take a lot of work, and I'm, I'm working on building my team now. And I'm going to have to sit down and re-strategize a few things in order to get there. Like I said, in my mind, I see 
where I want to be. Yep. But I have to put everything on paper and start revamping for one. I think that's the hard part. Tasha, listen to me. Trust, trust, trust the process. Trust your instincts, and you have the vision. Work backwards. Work backwards. Yeah. Yes, I'm gonna have to. But like I said, I mean, my my end game is to have a warehouse with all of my. My fragrance, because I still have my fragrance oil company. So I am revamping that so I can become a candle supplier in my area. Right. So that's one of the things that I'm working on because that business, it just, it goes by itself. I don't really have to revamp or do anything with that. So I can focus on flicking flight. But in order, like I said, the four, to be in four major hotel companies and to be able to have candle classes. Oh, I like that idea. So I, yeah. Yeah. So I can teach other people, you know, what I learned and what was poured into me. You know, I kind of feel like it would be selfish of me to have all of this knowledge and to have my end game and not bring the next person behind me and to teach them whatever it is that they need to know in order to get to where I am or surpass me. Oh, that is so important, especially in our community, in the black community. We need to. We yeah, need to, to leave pull, those nuggets. Yeah, and to, to pull others behind us and pull them with us and teach them and empower them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, because that's one thing that I've always understood. Like, there can be five other people, even if everyone in my circle sold candles. You know, and we were all top notch on our game and everything else. And that's what I try to tell my daughters. You know, it doesn't matter if everybody in the industry is doing the same thing that you're doing. Your target audience will always be different. Yes. Mm. You know, you'll be able to reach people that I will never be able to reach or never even thought about because I'm focusing on my my people that I want to reach. Yes, and there's enough food on the table for all of us to eat, For everybody, yes. Yes, and we want to see everybody get full. Yes. All right, what's the number one takeaway you want the audience to take away from your journey? Um, The number one thing that I want everyone to take away from the journey is to, I mean, like you just told me, you know, you have to trust the process. You know, if it's something that you always see yourself doing, something that you always want to do, Go for it. You know, do your research. If you don't have the money to sit down with a mentor one-on-one, there's all types of social media. You know, there's YouTube. YouTube University. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And Google will tell you just about everything it is that you need to know. I mean, it's just, just do your research. Write everything down on what you want to do and just don't skip steps. Don't skip. You, know, you, you have you have to take everything in layers because if you skip a step, then you'll have to go back and get it later on. Yeah. And it's all a yeah. learning lesson. Like there really is no failure when you're continuing to try, you know? Yeah. It's, yeah. Only, it's only failure when you stop. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. And ask tons of questions. Right. Yes. Find somebody that's already in the industry of where you're trying to go and ask them how they got started. I love it. Or if they would be willing, you know, to be your mentor. You know, you may can't pay 
five or six hundred dollars to you know to drive Atlanta to drive all the way to Atlanta to sit down with you know a person of that higher standard, but maybe there's someone across the street you know that that is doing the same thing and you have easier access to them right, right. yeah all right, Tasha, you ready for the game? Yes, would you rather this or that? Let's go. Would you rather receive compliments to your face or be talked about positively behind your back? Oh, man. Um, probably to my face. Okay, to your face. All right, this or that. Crunchy peanut butter or smooth peanut butter? Uh, crunchy all day. Okay. <laughs> I was like, please tell me she likes peanut butter. <laughs> Would you rather move to a new city or town every year or never be able to leave the city or town you were born in? Oh, well, you know, it's funny. I just moved back to the town that I was born in last month. So move back. <laughs> move back. Okay. Yeah. I love where I'm from, too. I feel that. All right. This or that. Lauren Hill or Erica Badu? Oh, man, that's a hard one. I'm going to have to go Erica Baidu on that one. Okay, I respect that, but I would say Lauren Hill. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tasha, thank you so much for sharing your story. I love that you highlighted having a solid support system. I love that you are empowering your beautiful girls, and I think that you are going to go far, and I'm excited to watch your journey. How can the thank listeners? You. You're welcome. Yeah. How can the listeners reach you? Um, of course, my website, www.flickandflauntco, and it's and, A-N-D, dot com, or by email, Tasha Lacey, at flickandflauntco.com, or telephone, 903-445-4271. Beautiful. Thank you, Tasha. Thank you, guys. Help us build this podcast from the ground up. Subscribe, leave a review, and share with a friend who can relate. Also, don't forget to follow us on Instagram, The Ground Up Podcast. That was so good. So many good nuggets.